little babies. Hey, Ray, I love how you're laughing when you don't have internet. Yeah, Ray, stupid <laughs> idiot. Yeah, I'm stupid idiot. My fault. <laughs> Oh shit! This is we're built. We're not. It's gonna be tough to pull something I built today. Why do you say we get the show started? The Superman Sports Show. Uh, we're talking all New England sports. The best to do it. Uh, and even through uh, COVID flu games, last week was Raymond's COVID flu game. We barely knew uh, he was drinking through it. And today, uh, Bill is playing the, um, the somber card. Yeah, I'm hurting. Tired. Tired today. It's so funny to watch you in pain. Uh, yeah. Why don't we get the opening take started? Bill, why don't you go first? Do you want to go? I, I think I have yours. You have COVID. Yeah, I have COVID. I'm okay. On I'm on quarantine, and it's weird not being able to leave my house just to run to the gas station to get a drink or something. I don't like this. I'm surprised that you're even doing that. I mean, I'm surprised you're blind by the rules. Yeah. Play by sure. Queen's thought, rules. You just go out and yeah. spit on people. Click, clack, motherfucker. I'm going to the store. Like, I need some fucking odd. cigarettes. <laughs> Here's COVID, bitch. Well, bitch luckily, luckily, like the work or whatever, like I had a scheduled work from home day on Tuesday because I'm getting work done at the house. So I was like, man, I woke up feeling real shit. You saw me Monday when we recorded. I was hurt. Like, I'm like, I wasn't hungover. I'm like, I'm just tired. And then next thing I know, Tuesday, awful. And then fuck it. I woke up yesterday. I'm like, all right, scheduled one, went and got it. So fuck it. Because then, man, his dad got it. He was positive. And then, believe it or not, the painter at my house, that was over Tuesday, that I had a conversation with. He was positive, too, but obviously I didn't get it from him. But I'm like, no, you gave it to him. <laughs> yeah. He had already, he had texted me earlier and said, hey, so-and-so, you know, my roommate has it. Do you care if I come over? I'm like, no. Okay, shit. Get the work done, motherfucker. <laughs> he's like, okay. And then this is when he texted me. He texted me back later on that night. He's like, hey, I got it. And then I'm like, hey, by the way, me too. Hey, uh, great opening take. Bill, if you're going to talk in COVID decibels, can you turn your volume up a little bit, inject that low down a little bit on the mixer? Your new mic should be there tomorrow. Sorry, Queen. Uh, Ray, uh, do you want to move You got a forward? fucking another new thing? You bought him another thing? Uh, it's a trade. I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have said that out me? loud. Bill, it's oh a joke. I was going to tell you not to tell him, and I had it in my head. I was going to text him. Hey, I got, the, I got the new thing. Don't tell him. It's a trade because I'm sending him two of these mics back. <laughs> Ray's sitting in there car- holding his iPhone because he can't afford internet, and I'm sending Bill new mics. That's- Ray, do you have an opening take you'd like to uh, start the show with? I do. Uh, Comcast, you're a billion-dollar organization, and how dare you not fucking tell me my internet was going to be down all fucking day, you pieces of shit. I fucking come home. My wife texts me, says, hey, the internet's down. Is there something that we didn't do? I look, and it says, oh, unfortunately, your network service will be down for the rest of the day. Fuck you guys. People live on internet. Fucking if it's work, if it's for fucking schoolwork, if it's for porn, mostly for me, that's what I need it for. And fucking how dare you not even give me a common courtesy the day before saying, hey, your internet ain't going to be around. You piece of shit. I hope to God they fucking have like a, uh, I don't know, an Epstein kind of thing where the CEO is fucking diddling little girls. and This guy goes away to jail for fucking ever. Fuck Comcast, you piece of shit. Is Comcast have a CEO? Right. Can I? Yeah, it's uh, Josh McCunt. <laughs> See, we can get away with that because that's his last name. Yeah. The shout out after the show was uh, let's lay off the C bombs and stop making Ray's mom's joke with four minutes in. We're <laughs> boom and boom. Ray, what did they say? Uh, it's coming back on. Put the thing where you can say like uh, text me with the yeah no uh, updates cares. and stuff nothing well fuck you Bill not this guy can't tell wait. him you're in the media I um, can't wait for Bill to get an oxygen tube down his throat because he can't breathe anymore I can breathe just good I'm eating vapors and everything <laughs> I can <laughs> breathe just good I'm just dude I'm just tired that's it my uh, my opening take I I don't have a whole lot to complain about so I can't follow it in those footsteps I guess. I have a fucking fat, stupid cat that never stops meowing. Ooh. I can bitch I, about I that. thought you were going to say baby. <laughs> what about some my sports now. show? Friday headline, January 7th, COVID edition. Welcome to the show. Two out of three of us. 
I'm over it. I'm healthy now. <laughs> if you're listening on YouTube or watching on YouTube, um, this is this is you're welcome. This is, you're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, if you're watching uh, on YouTube or listening to the podcast, please subscribe, rate, review, tell your friends. Most importantly, share it with all your loved ones. Uh, and if you want to do some sharing, head on down to White Birch Brewing, the best craft brewing in New Hampshire, National New Hampshire. Ray, address, please. 460 Amherst Street. The good side of Amherst Street. Get on down there, get yourself a flight, get yourself a pint, get the best brews in New Hampshire at their fine establishment. If you can't get there, then get it at your local beer store, wherever you get it. Tell them these Simple Minds boys sent you White Birch Brewing. Uh, gonna start a little hockey. Figured Bills, the Queen has COVID. We all, if nothing, for nothing else. What the fuck is wrong with you? You sucking up to this kid. Oh, for, Bill's sick. Let's record early. Oh, Bill's sick. Let's do a COVID hockey talk. Fuck Bill. COVID's really, uh, COVID's really I just healthy. asked. I didn't, I didn't expect to start this early. I just said, hey, do you guys mind if we could start a little bit early? Rich, I know you. Baby, you baby, you brew stuff like that. Ray, you have no life, so you're usually pretty flexible. So Thank it's you. all usually up to Rich. And I just Look, threw it out there. I'm sorry. I was about to say, if for nothing else, we live to uh, make the Queen happy, but apparently that's not true. When Ray can't play his fucking video games, whatever he wants to do, jack off, no, I guess. God. Just makes Thank him you. so mad. Uh, so fuck you, Ray. We're gonna start Bruins anyway. Uh, the Bruins are winning hockey games. That's something uh, that the Celtics certainly aren't doing. And the Patriots haven't played since Sunday. So that's a logical place to start, whether the Queen likes it or not. Uh, 5-3 over the Devils in their last game. Uh, I just wanted to reset the expectation of this team. You know, it's been a weird year. They had a very strange schedule just to start with taking weeks off at a time. And then obviously the NHL took the break because of COVID. And now they're back. They have won three straight. And they kind of look like the team we thought they were building in the offseason when they went and signed all those veterans for the bottom six, which has um, you know, historically been a weak part for this Bruins team. So I just, uh, you know, you look at the way they're playing. They got goals uh, last night out of Curtis Lazar, Brandon Carlo, Trent Frederick, Oscar Steen, and Pasternak for like a winner Oscar there. Steen. So. And the game before you got you got goals up and down the uh, the roster. So is it? I, I guess the question to you, Bill, is is this the question that they is this the team they were envisioning when they brought those guys in production from up and down your lineup? Maybe not to this extent, but uh, certainly you know not every night relying on Bergeron, Martian, and Pasternak. I mean, I guess so, yeah, because you you brought these guys in to to share up the the third and fourth line, but you're forgetting what you what you did. You just broke up your number one line, you know. Is it, you didn't envision having to do that. Let's be real. I mean, that's the biggest thing. You you jump, you're, you're juggling your first two lines. Now you have your number projected number two starting center and Charlie Coyle to start the season down at the third line. Like, no, this is not what you projected when your lines aren't what you were thinking going into the, the, the season. It just Oscar scene. I mean, I'm glad to see him up there, but he's only up here because of necessity with COVID what's going to happen when everybody's healthy. I don't know. I just don't see it. it. This is not what you envisioned. Again, you wanted you wanted a good second line with Smith, Hall, and, and Coyle, and a third line with DeBrusque and uh, Nick Felino and whoever else, Hala, 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 you know, and, and Nozick and, and these guys of Lazar playing in your fourth line. But Yeah, no, but if you have – if if it's just your lines that are – if Coyle's on the third line and Hala, Hala, Hala is on your second and Smith's on your first – they're still the same guys. I understand what you're saying. You know, maybe you're more lethal with that first line intact, or maybe you're not. You know, we just did the show on Tuesday about that, that you're clearly a more rounded, better team with a second line that is viable than just a first line out there and nobody else. So, I mean, I understand what you're saying. I've been saying it for months, years, that a, a center is what you need. Your two best ones um, are mid-30s. One's now playing in Europe. And you had nothing in the pipeline and you didn't go out there and address it. You thought Charlie Coy was that guy. He ain't. Uh, so now you you are relying on the likes of holla, 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 holla. There's really nothing you can do about it. There's nothing they can do about it, Ray. This is the team that they are. So, um, you know, they've played the Devils, the, uh, the Red Sabres, Wings. and the Red Wings. They're not certainly the brass of the NHL. Um but can we reset the expectations? You know, when they started the season, we said Bailey, maybe they'll barely make the playoffs. And that's the position they've been in here for a little bit. But if they can get production up and down the roster here, you know, can't they compete a little bit more than, you know, what we saw to start the season? 
Yeah, they can do the usual, get bounced in the second round. So that's what they're striving for now is mm-hmm. making me win the first round and second round exit. So that that's probably what's going to end up happening. But it's nice to see that, you know, the five-on-five scoring is up now after this long break. It doesn't look like they're rusty. They are an older team, so it does look better that they're actually producing. Uh, the goaltending hasn't been great. They've been letting up a lot of goals, but they are outscoring teams. You know, it's been like five, three victories and stuff like that, six, four. stuff. So they're putting points on the board. The defense and the goaltending is still lacking in that organization right now, and I think that has to be addressed sooner rather your than top, later. Your, your top five in goals against and your top five in save percentage as – teams but go on i was just, I was just about, talking about since we came back no 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 just we go came on back about how bad your goal goalie situation is but go on go on just fit your narrative of two garas coming back go ahead keep going oh i didn't even know that Did oh that yeah oh, oh, he's oh yeah interesting yeah. Oh. for you to bring that up uh the quest for the butthole tattoo is officially back on uh two garas technically in the nhl um what do you uh, a tryout a, contract what's it called pto so it's basically just a way to kind of get him in practicing. He's going to play NHL game, uh, AHL games, I should say. So kind of get him in a game shape before they officially sign him to the roster, which is horseshit. Dude, is there a better place for Tukaras to live than the AHL? Just no pressure, just out there playing against lesser competition. He'll probably own them. (laughs) He has one of the best freak on on the clouds. Did you ever see his freak out video from Providence where he smashed the stick on the boat, like against the boards and he threw the whole uh, milk crate of pucks on the ice yeah. about some shootout, some shootout laws. It was fucking legendary. Go look it up. Uh, well, the best goals against uh, is one thing. Does it have anything to do with the defense who was a sieve early? They certainly didn't address it. I still think that's their biggest uh, sin in the offseason is not getting somebody to play with McAvoy. They've now since brought Grizzly back up, which I hated last year. I still hate this year, but it's better than that fucking stiff Forbert who was okay, but certainly not the guy to play with McAvoy. Um I don't know if that spark. I don't know what sparked this team to play. Maybe it's just a competition, but even Carlo and uh, Mike Riley are out there playing better right now. So I don't know what, what, you know, the defense, what to expect. What do you expect from the defense moving forward? They're still really shallow, have pretty much no depth between John Moore and Connor Clifton. Who else are you looking at? Zaboral. Um, McAvoy's having a good year. Carlos hopefully will be rounding into form. It looks like and if Mike Riley can be solid, then, then that's good. But you're still missing that, that left shot defenseman. There's no, there's no doubt about it, even as well as, you know, their defense has played thoughts on the, uh, on the decor bill. I, I like what they kind of do. You saw a little bit of success last year with Grizzly and McAvoy, you know, last year. So you're, you're, you're seeing it again this year it brings a little bit more scoring. It kind of gives what you've seen. I think uh, Charlie McAvoy's points points are up this year. You know, I think he's top five or top seven in the league in uh, scoring for defensemen. So, I mean, his numbers are going up and allows him to kind of gives Grizzly a little bit more to, to sit back and kind of a lot of opens up the team a little bit more in the, in the passing game, first line, second line, where these guys have been paired up with, you know. So, I mean, I like it. I mean, it just goes back as far as like needing a left shot defenseman. It really just goes back to the fact that you you whiffed on, you know, kind of going all mark and, and with the Tuka Rask. PTO this week is a clear indication of why you missed on on Allmark. I mean, Swayman, yeah, he doesn't look like he's fully ready for a full and uh, full term NHL season. But you know, you could have brought him along slowly with a veteran, not a five million dollar a year veteran, and that money could have went out and got a guy in or a trade done done something, addressed a second line center whether it's Jack Eichel or whether it's someone else in trade, anything. Instead, you spend $3.5 on Forbert and $5 million on Linus Skidmark there in the goalie. And I know he's played reasonably well as of late, but, you know, your, big, it just, your plan here is just wish-wash, zigzag. Yeah, there's-, there's no plan, and you're seeing it right now. And this is where your depth coming in. John Moore out for the year or is going between Providence and, and fucking Boston and, and Zorbrel's out for the year with an ACL tear. So, I mean, boom, now you're playing your, your big money defensive free agents on your third line now with Connor Clifton. Sorry. It's just, it's just no plan. It was stupid. Yeah. We've, we've talked about that before and I guess, you know, we don't have to get too far into it now, but if they had an idea that Tukaras was coming back, then, uh, I have no idea why they signed Linus Skidmark 
I have no idea why they did it. And it's not even just for this year, or it's not even necessarily about Swayman. It's like Charlie McAvoy is going to be your team moving forward. Go give him a guy to play with for years to come, at least for, you know, even if you want to call it a three, five year short-term situation, give that guy a guy to play with. Let that be the strength of your team because you're about to lose the strength of your team and Bergeron, even March in the mid thirties. So clearly no foresight there. Fire Don Sweeney. I'm still on that. I think you're right, Bill. They have just no plan and not doing anything. And when the fuck are they going to move to Brusque? You know, every time he does this, he, every year he has a decent couple games, his trade value for some reason, we believe, I believe skyrockets. People think that this guy has potential and they just sit in there, sit in their fucking hands with this guy. Is it just still pride about that? Sorry, uh, earmuffs, Bill, 2015 draft. Is it just pride about that, that they can't let this fucking guy go? It, after now, uh, also, Senishin, Senishin also requested a trade from the organization. That's two out of three <laughs> requested trades to get the fuck out of here. I don't know. We've talked about that at depth, too. I don't know if you want to touch on moving to Brusque. <clears throat> if that's a piece that you can... I just think they have to start doing something to move towards the future. Like move somebody. You have to. Well, they're gonna have to, right? If Tuca comes up, they're gonna have to move someone. They're gonna move Swayman down. That's you think that's what's gonna be? It yeah. has to be. I mean, all. But even had... with the salary cap implications, wouldn't they have to make a move to free up some more cash to get uh, Tuca in the? Um, I don't know. Uh, Tuca will sign for the veteran minimum, and and I think that's probably less than what Swayman's making, which I think is around a million. If I have, well, I thought we only have like eight hundred thousand like... left. Swayman's like seven, four fifty to seven hundred. I mean, he's still on a, a fourth round rookie deal. I mean, you're talking, you know, almost the rookie minimum. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he's six hundred thousand, seven hundred thousand in that range, but I'm just throwing numbers off. The well, did you say the cap space was only like eight hundred thousand that we had left? Yeah, something like that. So I mean, uh, even if the veteran minimum's seven fifty, I mean that's yeah, all like veteran you're, minimum you're playing with house seven fifty, and one second. Uh, Jeremy Swayman makes nine twenty-five. So there you go. You'll actually clean some cap room if you bring Tuka Rasp up. Bring him on up. <laughs> Let's go quest. Quest for the butthole tattoo. Well, and you know what you can do too with him, and you've seen him uh, with Jerome McGinley when they we brought him over a couple years back in that that what 2014-2015 run. I believe it was the Canadians bounced him in the second round after they were the president's trophy winner, but uh, you can stack it with incentives. You'll cut into the cap next year, but you know. Yeah. I, if, if, like if he wants it, it just seems like the guy, you know, very too grasp He, I would not be surprised at all if he paid for seven fifty with, I don't know, incentives to get to a million or something, just very low. That's Bruins talk. Let's move uh, a quick break and we'll move on to some uh, Celtic stock. Skyrockets in flight. Afternoon delight. Whoop. You guys have it, I think. Huh. Afternoon delight. I don't know, Ron. That sounds kind of crazy. Welcome back. Ray, did you say you're about to fall asleep? No, my legs were. I had my legs up. I was relaxing. It was very nice and uh, peaceful. So were your testicles resting on them? Too heavy? <laughs> of course. Uh, speaking of testicles, the Celtics don't have any, uh, they lose again, uh, 99 to 97 to the Spurs in a very terribly classic Boston Celtics game of the Tatum Bruins, uh, Brown era. Uh, the entire third and fourth quarter was just isolation basketball on the offensive side. Um, and you still had a chance to win it. You had several chances to win it, including the last play of the game, uh, Jalen Brown with a steal of the inbounds play. And, uh, and then blew the layup on the other side of the court uh, with a streaking Tatum. Jalen Brown, as good as he's played offensively, missed so many fucking passes in that game. It was driving me insane. Like many things did, um, including Dennis Schroeder, Raymond. This, he was in their final five to play uh, the fourth quarter. They were kind of swapping Al Horford and Rob Williams. Dennis Schroeder should not be playing. In the, with the starters. He should not be playing with Tatum. He should not be playing with Brown. He should not be playing with Smart. They don't work together. They all kind of need the ball. Smart, Brown, and Tatum have figured out how to play well together at times. When they put Schroeder in there, they, they, they just all stand on the fucking perimeter and take turns uh, going one-on-one. Jack and threes. And Jack and threes. It's very frustrating to watch. 
I, you know, that first half and they've had stretches of played playing really good basketball and team basketball offensively. The first half against the Spurs was one of those. Their defense wasn't great, but they're playing decent offense. Uh, and Jalen Brown was feeling it. Tatum was getting his legs back after COVID. But as soon as fucking Schroeder comes in, that all stops, which is fine if you're a sixth man and you're coming in there and, and you're what the offense is focused around uh, while your time is on the court. But when the starters come back on, then you can't continue to have that type of player uh, go out there. No. And he sucks as a passer. He sucks as a distributor. He's a pure downhill scorer. That's his job. That's his goal. Uh, Ryan Mayo, instant offense. I don't know if you were on that team. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <In> high school. <laughs> he's that guy. Instant offense. Never going to fucking pass it, but he can go get you buckets if he's on, and that's it. He'll so drive the I, hole, put his head down, not look at anyone to distribute. Just fucking go. Just go, baby. So I blame uh, Udoka. I blame Aime for uh, right now. You know, could change tomorrow. Um, but this clearly, I don't think this was the coach. This was not the guy. He's not a veteran coach, Bill. He's not a guy that uh, is going to teach them how to play basketball, it looks like, because they clearly don't know. And certainly he's not a guy that's going to put his foot down. He had all the entire third quarter. I know you didn't watch the game. So he had the entire third quarter of <laughs> – isolation basketball that he was watching his team, his team play. Didn't sit anybody. Didn't fucking sit anybody down. Went through the same goddamn uh, rotations that he always did, including letting Jalen Brown sit for like eight minutes as he was on a heater and he came back in cold for the fourth quarter. It just, I don't know. You know, he's a rookie coach. He's making rookie coach mistakes. I feel like he's doing what Brad's telling him to do, right? Haven't we seen this same song and dance before? Since the last seven years of Brad Stevens, you know, <clears throat> long rotations, sitting Al Horford when they first got him, long stretches, seven, eight, nine minutes of real game time. Like, it's just a joke. Like, you see, like, Jalen Brown needs to be in the game 40 to 45 minutes a game. He's young. He's 25 years old. Let the fu- run him until his wheels fall off. I understand he's coming back from an injury and they're kind of nursing him a little bit, but when he's the only guy on your team doing anything, you know, you, had, you have COVID, Tatum coming back. You saw what COVID did to him last year where he, it took him, what, weeks and weeks. He finally started playing well in the playoffs. I believe he watched on 50 last year against the Nets in the playoffs. I mean, that's when you finally started really seeing him. Like, hey, COVID's, I kind of beat COVID. I expect the same bullshit to kind of go on. But when you, you, you got only instant offense of Jalen Brown, and then it, it just doesn't make sense. And it's Brad Stevens pulling the strings for the top. I was excited for Ime because it just because he was talking to talk, but he hasn't backed it up yet. He has not backed up anything that he's brought to this table that he says he wanted to bring to the table. Coming from that uh, Popovich coaching tree, you, you expected a little bit more, but it's not the guy. He's not the guy. I wanted to, you, we needed a Chauncey Billups type. We needed someone, someone in that mind that could go, come in there and tell him to go fuck it, you know. Brown, Tatum, sit the fuck down. I played in this league. One big, big shot, Rob, right? Is that his name? Big shot, Bob? Where the fuck is his name? Big shot. Uh, yeah, uh, Mr. Big shot, Chauncey Billups. Mr. Big, Mr. Big shot, Chauncey Billups. Like, shit like that. Like, that's what you need in a leader on this team, like, without having the veteran players, right? Ime is not the leader we wanted on, on the bench at all, period. Well, he's also clearly not um... – and again, this could go, I was heavily on the player's fault last year, and I'm still heavily on that too. Like, do you just not learn? Do they just not teach you how to play basketball anymore in AAU? Like, if you watch that offense last night in the third quarter, right, you, you teach your son's fucking bas- rec basketball team to pass the ball three times before you shoot. Like, how many times we've heard that? It's just very simple, fundamental shit. And this is now two coaches that have not been able to get through to their star players uh, to do it when, you know, it's time to execute. So, um, you know, my, my, my theory has always been for a long time now that they're in their early twenties, they don't know how to play. They're learning how to play. They're learning how to win and you just have to wait for it. But it's uh, it's frustrating to do that. And I still think there's some better solutions out there, including the trade market uh, should be everyone saying it's good. People are going to be moving in a lot. There's going to be a lot of movement. It's, in the like NBA. Schroeder's name is at the top of like multiple. And it lists. should be. And it should be. It seems like everyone's name Williams. except for the Jays. Yeah. Everyone's you, name's out there except for the Jays. And then also before you go, you lost the Spurs. We're not really talking about that, but they're like five and 19. They're a bad team this year. Spurs aren't anything like they used to be. <clears throat> you had all your starters back for the first time in probably over a month, and you go out there and you lay an egg against the fucking lowly Spurs. That's a I bad love, look. I love Murray. 
Murray's Murray oh, yeah. really, really good. It's a they got, they got, Jawan they got Murray, good players, but they Jawan. don't have a good team. So it's just one of those things where you have to analyze and be like, obviously this starting group is not working out. There has to be several moves on the table that uh, Brad Stevens should be working out right now for that date that Marcus Smart's available to be traded. So that's one of those things that they have to start analyzing right now. Like, this isn't working. Let's start getting rid of some of these guys. Let's start getting these trade proposals ready to go because this team isn't going to go far in the playoffs like they have in years past. All right, Rich. Let's get down to business here. So, for cookies. (laughs) Do you want to eat it like an Oreo cookie or do you want to eat it like you're just eating like a... um, Like a chocolate chip cookie? Or like a chocolate chip? Like you're just... Like like a a dungaroo? Like a cheese Like a a pub cheese. You know pub cheese? Oh yeah. yeah you yeah. want like a wheat thin and you're scooping it's a it crack. up like it's like oh yeah, it has to be a cookie, huh? I'm well, I was too, thinking so maybe like a like you know like the old oh, no, toaster- I'll jack off of it, don't worry. <laughs> you know the old toaster strudels where you could like you could get the packet and then you oh, yeah, yeah, put yeah, it on yeah. there and it, like yeah. real nice. Something like that, you know, with or, a nice or easy, easy. You you ever see those things where those people build a build a cake, bake a cake, and they squirt it out of those things that look like they're fucking like jacking off a cow. So just do it right there, right on the cookie. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. Uh, I think there's uh, still three games out of fourth place, though. So, you know, prayers up. No way. No way. Look it up right now. There's no way that four games out of fourth place. Discuss amongst yourself. Continue the okie cookie talk if you'd like. So we do a lot of inside jokes here. Rich and I made a bet that Rich thinks they're going to be a top four seed in the Eastern Conference. I said anything but. So we uh, made a deal that the loser has to eat a ookie-ookie cookie, which is a jizz-filled cookie. And Rich is getting an appetite right now because he's going to be eating it soon. Uh, They're currently five games out of fourth place. Thank you. So you're you're right. I was wrong. I said four. Uh, Yeah, thanks. Thanks for that, Celtics. Um, uh, yeah, that's all I have on that. Uh, we have to move on because now my stomach is turning. Um, what we're going to do is, uh, head on over to headlines with the, with me. I'm going to do the headlines because Bill is sick. You don't trust Bill? <laughs> no, like I can barely I'm understand. To, his... I'm, I'm working too. Jesus. He's got two fucking phones rolling. He's got COVID mumbles. He's got ookie cookie giggles and, uh, you don't have the internet. So, uh, right now you get me doing the headlines. Patriots finished their season on Monday on Sunday. God damn it, Mario. Patriots finished their season in Miami on Sunday. The game has been uh, flexed to 425 kickoff. Playoff implications include the AFC East division with a win by the Patriots and a loss from the Bills. The number one overall seed is still up for grabs with a win uh, from the Patriots and losses from the Titans, Chiefs, and Bills. Good luck with that. In addition, several permications, that was that was the word in there that I was supposed to screw up right with, uh, will be sorted out in terms of playoff matchups by the end of the day on Sunday, depending on the wins and losses. As you heard, the Celtics blew another winnable game uh, in spite of their new motto, just fucking win. We didn't talk about that. Uh, love the motto, hate the execution, because all they do is fucking lose. In this case, 99 to 97, including uh, Jalen Brown missing a game-tying layup at the buzzer after stealing the inbounds pass. He finished with 30 points and six assists. Bruins win their third straight game against the Devils. The game-winning goal came from David Pasternak. Blah, 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 blah. The Quest is back. Tuka Rask has officially signed with the Providence Bruins. Get your T-shirts. The Quest for the butt out tattoo is back on. This has been Headlines, with not the obvious one. Me, uh, Dayton Mitch. We'll be right back. Now, after reading that. Shut up. It- I said we'll be right back. Radio idiot. We're back. Now, after reading your own email, isn't it a fucking bitch to read that? No. No. I read it just fine. Hmm. You're not. Go on. You're can't really you don't dumb. read good. Where are you now? Same I made place. Turn around. Around. I made him turn around because I didn't want that spotlight in my fucking eyes anymore. Got it. You still haven't finished your ceiling either? God. No, I got in a huge argument with the wife about my weekend and it didn't go well. So this will probably be an ongoing project. Oh, that's good. I guess when you can't afford internet, you can't afford drywall. Nope. Uh, all right, boys, let's talk a little Patriots to end the show. Obviously, the season finale is on Sunday versus the Dolphins. 
Um, got the 525 kickoff, which is the 425. same 425. Well, 525 if uh, you're in the no Atlantic, Atlantic time zone. Okay. I love your mother's pussy. That one. <laughs> Uh, that's the same time that the Bills will be playing, um, which is important, I guess, if you're kind of keeping your eye on the division, um, in that, I just said some open forum to talk Patriots if you want, but I just think I'm, I'm wondering how hard will the Dolphins play? They blew their season last week Toot toot told you they would, um, you got Brian Flores, who obviously has an ax grind against the Patriots has a good record. And against the Patriots, do you think they come out guns blazing trying to there's nothing really to spoil, you know, even if the Patriots drop in seating, you know, what's the difference between Bills and Bengals? And, you know, so I don't know. How hard do you think you, the, the Dolphins come out and play on uh, on Sunday? Hey, dial up, dial up Internet. You want to take this one first? Yeah, I'll go first. 100 percent, because uh, Brian Flores, like you said, has an axe to grind to get the Bill Belichick. Uh, I believe our record down there is a abysmal right now i think it's like one in six in the last seven tries something like that i don't have internet so i i can't fucking look it up because i don't have internet but i think it's something like that it's really really bad so yeah i think brian flores makes it a point to say that the patriots can't win down in miami and comes out guns a blazing and makes it a fucking game on sunday at 4 25 eastern standard time yeah, nope. I mean, they they could, but I, if I'm the Patriots, I'm I'm playing the game kind of half ass. So, you know, I'm going to kind of give Mac a little bit of break. I'd probably pull him for the second half, honestly. I mean, what? if you they look, got the division on the line. If if Buffalo, I mean, Buffalo plays at one o'clock, right? No, no, they don't. They I just said that they both play at 525 Atlantic time. 425. 425 Atlantic time. 425 Eastern Standard Time. Still, know your fucking you know. time zones, people. Atlantic time zone, Greenland. This is America, and we live on the fucking east. There's three times. There's four time zones in America, Bill. Yeah, and which time zone do we leave? You fuckers should be in the Atlantic. Wait, is there more? Because isn't Arizona technically their own time zone? Because they don't do daylight savings time. There's places in Ohio that don't do like daylight saving time either. Yeah, they're in the same time zone. You dumb fuck. They just don't recognize uh, daylight savings. Well, wouldn't that be another daylight? Wouldn't that be another time zone? You're a fucking idiot, Raymond. You are. It's just a different time in the time zone. Oh, okay. Hey, AOL, hear the AOL Instant Messenger. Why don't you look it up on your no internet? Yeah, get that. What was your, instant, what was your instant message name? Was it B. Gately? Yeah, I've had the same one forever. It was I love Irene's pussy XOXO. God fucking show notes, Bill. Uh, yeah, but when it fits, free. it fits. I have two things. I have two. Uh, um, off subject things that you want to talk. You want to talk about the Patriots? You want to talk about my off subject things? You're off subject. Is it to do with what is it to do with the time zone? Because I'd really like to dig deeper into that. Yeah, but time yeah, zone. Uh, two things on the time. You ever hear the stories about people that live like on the time zone? Indiana is famous for it. They're like they're in two, and there's people that work like on different time zones, so they have to get up like an hour early to be into work, and then have to leave an hour later to get. <laughs> to leave from work oh, fuck it's that. fucking nightmare fuel that uh those ones always confuse me because it's like time travel and then uh there's been a lot of talk about moving the far east coast of of uh united states into that atlantic time zone which would not be me but would be you which you guys want because you get an extra hour of sunlight right now where it gets dark at three o'clock right now that would push mm-hmm. that would give you more sunlight so Ooh, whenever that comes it. up in in whatever ballot uh, that Bill Burns, you got, you should vote for that. That's I vote that's every like, year, Doctor Scientist. Doctor Scientist. Thanks, meteorologist. Is there someone that does with time zones? Yeah, astrology. Definitely. Astrology. Astrology. <laughs> You're a fucking idiot, Raymond. It's not astrology. It's definitely not meteorology either. But I don't, I don't think meteorology is a word either. Uh, all right, welcome to the Sunday Sports Show. Word? Meteorology. Ray, you have a very you have a very kickable face. He looks extra fat today, like chunky, not fat, just chunky. It's because he doesn't have internet, so he has to zoom in on his iPhone. His small iPhone. He's got a small one like this. He doesn't have the filters. No, I got my legs up. Dude, the difference. 
Bills and Patriots play at 425 Eastern Standard Time on Sunday. Uh, I think they flexed that uh, Patriots game, so there wouldn't be any uh, tanking, not tanking, but um, shenanigans shenanigans from either team, Mm -hmm. depending on if they won or lost. But look, I'm not saying the Jets are going to win, but they took Brady down to a minute 20 last week. They've beaten a couple. They've beaten Ray's Bengals this year. Uh, it's not out of the realm of possibilities that they beat Josh Allen, who threw three interceptions against the fucking Falcons last week. It's not out of the realm of possibility that the Jets pull one out. So you can't go Who's in home? Miami thinking that it's a half-assed game. You have to go in there to win. Not only that, you the Jets are home. with the division on the line, but I just think you need that as a team. So I don't think that you can go in there and throw a couple things in the playbook to try and get some practice reps in. on No, you have to go win. You have to continue to build momentum, continue to get Mac Jones confidence, continue to get this passing offense rolling and, uh, and head into the playoffs rolling, not try to restart things. Once you get into that first game, your thoughts. God, I want to hate, hate you. No, I expect bill to play. I mean, again, there is, you know, you, you look at a team like Cincinnati's kind of benching everybody. It doesn't sound like Burroughs is going to play. Joe Mixon's on the uh, COVID list. So, I mean, they're they're kind of, you know, them not playing against Cleveland. You've seen it. I think Cleveland's minus six in that game. So, I, I expect Bill to kind of come out and, and play hard. And, again, you don't want him to sit back. You just had some momentum kind of crushing Jacksonville last week. You know, you, you coming off two straight losses. You know, you, you, we talked about trap games, I believe, a little bit earlier in the week. So, I mean. We did talk know, about trap games. It was a big uh, – the Jags were a trap game that the – Well, now you're this looking at a trap game. Well, this Richard, trap you're, game. you're looking at back-to-back trap games here because you locked up your playoff seed now. And now you, what do you do? You overlook the Dolphins here? No, you want to come in. You want to play hard. You can't treat Miami like a trap game. No, you responded real good last week. I hate off, you guys. Real good last week responding, beating Jacksonville, a big trap game coming off two losses straight to Buffalo and in, in, in um, Indianapolis. So, I mean, you responded one trap game. Now let's, let's respond to number two trap game heading into the playoffs on a, in a high note. Patriots yeah, you don't want to get trapped in the trap let's game go. in the last week of the season because trap games always happen the last week of the season. You ever play that game, Mouse Trap, Ray? Yeah, yeah that was a bitch to set up. It was I know Bill didn't have a father. To, I, I know what a Bill didn't have a father to play with, so that's why I'm just going to go to you, Richard. That game was a bitch to set up. No, your yeah. wife played both roles. I mean, your mother. <laughs> Bill, uh, show notes, man. Show, show notes. notes, man. That's five. That's five Irene jokes. I said. Cool no, nope, you said only Irene pussy. You jokes. hear that? You, you hear that? You, said, man? you, you only said yeah, pussy. Well, you made three of those. Jokes. So that's that's under quota. Uh, can anyone get rolling this game? Raymond, uh, I first guy that comes to mind is Christian Wilkerson, who uh, I'm not trying to be the person that's saying he's the new darling. He did have two drops and three catches. Like I get it, but for number one, he's better than Nikhil Harry. I'll die on a hill on, on dying. We are. And number two, um, Nelson Aguilar. I'm not holding my breath. Nelson Aguilar gets back. And if he does, he's, you know, he hasn't been fucking stellar all season anyway. Um, can is this a game that Christian Wilkinson can get some uh, reps underneath him? Him and Mac Jones kind of get rolling a little bit. That you know maybe you see it roll into the playoffs or anyone else that comes to mind. Uh, let me start on offense. I'm going with the tight ends. I want to see Jonu Smith and Hunter Henry start getting a little uh, chemistry with Mac Jones because they have been MIA all season long inside the 20s. So yeah, let's get that going. Uh, red zone. I mean, obviously Hunter Henry is a darling. He's going to get the touchdown throws, but inside the twenties, he hasn't done anything this year. So I'd like to see that going in outside. Sorry. And then uh, for the defense, I want to see JC Jackson because no matter who you play, you're either going to be playing Buffalo and you're going to be taking on Stefan Diggs, who's been owning you. And if you, the way things are going, if Cincinnati's tanking, you might be playing Cincinnati going to Cincinnati. So if that's the case, you're going to be playing Jamar Chase and you are going to get owned. So I want to see him get out there and look like a number one cornerback on Sunday. Great play unless I'm willing anybody to bet. else. Go ahead. Um, no, it's definitely the tight ends. You Wait, know, okay. I think, well, I understand we all want the tight ends there, but you honestly think this is a game that tight ends are going to get rolling? It'd be oh, nice. I just want to see them get involved. Well, sure. I'd like to see Mac Jones turn into Tom no, Brady and Reddy, get a throw at second answer. dick. But uh, that's here's my answer. Nikhil Harry. I'd like to see Nikhil Harry get rolling here, catch some, <laughs> catch some passes. Yeah. 
you know, make Wait, some, so is everyone make making some... fun of me right now? Yeah, I'd like to see James White uh, heal his hip and uh, come back for 12 catches in a, in a 28. I'd like to see Mac Jones. I'd like to see them finally, you know, let, you know, take the training wheels off Mac Jones here in the, in the game number uh, 17 what for the season. What did I start say for you guys throw. to make fun of me? Nothing. It's just so I easy. get involved? No, you had a beautiful segue of the Patriots maybe looking at the Bengals. Uh, if the Bills win, the Patriots, like, all right, so this is math. I guess I'll look this up too, but the Bills are a game behind the Bengals, right? Bills win, Bengals win. Tied. Are they? I thought the Bengals had 11 wins. No, no. they have 10 wins. They're 10 and 6. No, they're not. No. They? I bet you a blowjob, but they're 10 and 6. I don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't want to do that. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have the Okie Cookie pretty soon, so you Bengals might as well just ten and the six. Thing. Yeah, my penis is getting touched for the first time in a long time. All right, so that uh, so if the Bengals uh, go out there tank and lose that, and the Bills win, that drops the Bengals to fourth among the division. Um, yeah, Bengals three, Bills four, Patriots five. Right now, but if the Bills, so I'm looking at ahead, and who would you rather face on Tuesday, Bill? You're adamant uh, that you would rather face the Bengals. Uh, that's am. your team of choice. You'd like to see the Patriots play in the playoffs, and the way that that would happen is um, the Bengals lose on Sunday, and the Bills win, and the Patriots win, which seems like a real possibility. Yeah, I, I still want to play the Bengals. I think you you could shut down Jamar Chase. You know, say what you want. I don't think J.C. Jackson's number one corner, but you can play a lot of zone on Chase with a guy like Devin McCourty over the top. You're going to double team him. You're not going to let you're not going to let Jamar Chase beat you. I'm I'm telling you right now. I just I just don't see it. And I think if we, if you take away the binky, you know Tyler Boyd, you can kind of match up one on one. I think Mills or, or or even Miles Bryant, guy like that could it, it, Boyd's a better matchup. But I think you can kind of take away Jamar Chase. And I just you take away Burroughs binky. Let's see how he's going. And he's got a, and he's got what we rich, you know, the pinky finger problems. I hear you. Um, I've been putting a little thought into this and Ray's not going to like this, but I think I agree with wanting to see the Bengals. Here's why I, I have confidence that you'll beat the bills because I don't have confidence in Josh Allen. And I like Belichick, but it's going to be, but that's not a, that's a close game. Joe Burrows is still a second-year quarterback, and I get that he's uh, shot up the ranks into Ray's top, you know, three all-time in the NFL's top five, probably seven. But he's still a second-year quarterback, and I like Bill Belichick against a second-year quarterback, specifically in the playoffs when the pressure is on. And Jamar Chase is an outstanding talent, but but those outside number one wide receivers never really kill uh, the Patriots, uh, especially when they don't have a lot of secondary options. So I'm kind of with you in their defense, especially their run defense is a fucking sieve. So I'm kind of leaning towards that's the best case scenario um, for the their defense as a whole Cincinnati. I don't know. I, I, I give them a chance, but bottom line, I give them a chance against the Bengals. I give them a chance against the bills. I think the chiefs and Titans are a step up and certainly a, a harder out, um, but you're not really in danger to see them unless you, you move on. So um, I don't know, Ray. You're still heavily uh, avoiding your boy Joe Burrow, or do you want to come back to earth a little bit? No, I want to play the Cincinnati Bengals. I think that you, if you can get the Cincinnati Bengals and then uh, you beat them, you go to Tennessee and play the Titans, which I think Derrick Henry's not going to be 100. percent And you already steamrolled them, even though they got 200 plus rushing yards. You could be set up for an AFC Championship matchup if the cards fall the right way. You know who practiced today? Just saying. Yeah, and you know how bad it is when they go out there for the first time after not playing for months on end and they're going to get re-injured, and then he's not going to be available for the next matchup, and then we steamroll the Titans, your Tennessee Titans, and we go to the AFC Championship game? You don't have to activate them until the Patriots game. Either way, you'd see the Titans in a – most likely you'd see the Titans in a division game because it reseeds, so the number one – and. You know, if the Chiefs and the Bills win, then they get the under the undercard, and you go you go to Tennessee, uh, which would probably line up an AFC Championship game in Kansas City if if you know if the chalk played out. But um, that's getting a little bit ahead of ourselves. I'll go there though. I'm not that 
fucking scared of Derrick Henry. They ran for 270 yards on you with Hilliard and what the fuck is his name? How many more yards is Derrick Henry going to well, run that's going to hurt you? How many more yards can he run? Well, I think one, he's not fumbling on. Who, who was it? The Hilliard fumble? Or but that only one Foreman? of those fumbles cost him. The other one, the Patriots didn't even score on. Doesn't matter, but the long run, though. Think about the long run. What was the final score? What was the final score of that game? The Patriots own that game. The Titans held on. It'll be a close game, but they play the type of game the Patriots want to play. I'll I'll say that. The only thing that I think you need to worry about with the Bengals is they can score in bunches, and if they do, you can't keep up. So Their defense as a whole can't stop the Patriots' run game right now. Let's look at Jacksonville. I know Jacksonville is a was a banged up team they have nobody but when you have when you can get 100 yards out of stevenson and 100 yards out of damian harris i mean the way that these running backs are pounding the football right now i mean so how, the best way to slow down a fucking high octane offense is with the Patri- Patriots' strength is being able to control game clock and run the football i mean that's an easy way to do it and now you're you're controlling burrows and jamar chase by keeping them on the sidelines yeah i expect I- joe mixon to have a big game you're going to see Mixon. They're going to dare him to run. You're going to see a lot of dime packages, a lot of guys in the back in the in the backfield. I mean, they they ran quarters in dimes where they had what at one point I think they had nine defensive backs against what Brady at one point. So I mean, you're going to see a lot of that, and you're going to fucking just clog the clog the middle of the field up and let them run the football. You've seen it, Brady Manning. You've seen Bill do it constantly, and this is the easy way you're going to do it. Yeah, well, it still uh, means the Baker Mayfield less Browns go and beat the uh, second string Bengals, which is probably no, not. let's be honest, no, probably not, not going to happen. You're probably going to play the Bills on Monday Night Football uh, next week, so get your get your mind wrapped around that. Which we'll be sucks because it. that's a motivated Bills team going against these Patriots now. There's some fucking hate there. You heard the shit talking about Josh Allen after. You know, I think there's a lot of the disrespect talk really got to him after the Mac Jones beat him by throwing three, three passes. And I, I just, I'd rather see Cincinnati. Just give me another week of avoiding the bills. Just I'd rather see Cincinnati. I'm with you on that, but uh, I, I, I don't trust Josh Allen with a week's long playoff uh, newspaper run, uh, getting his head all fucking jacked up. Um, yeah. So, you know, I, I give the Patriots a shot either one. We went way, way, way long. I'll make this quick. Simplest mind of the week is Tom Brady for enabling that fucking tool. Uh, Antonio Brown, which we covered in length on Wednesday's show, him running off the field and turning into a, a, a crazed man. Uh, so congratulations to Tom Brady, his first ever Simplest Mind of the Week. This has been the Simple Mind Sports Show. Friday headlines, January 7th. Uh, see you on Sunday for early lines. Bye. Last early lines. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. What the fuck you doing? Now you can hear me. Hey, 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 boy. How you doing? You got the uh, you got the sun behind you? Oh, I didn't want to hold it, so I guess I'm holding it. Yeah, I do have the sun behind me. How do you like how do you how do you like being poor? <laughs> I don't get it. COVID bill is COVID bill is cold as ice. Is that T? Is that a new TV behind you, Bill? Uh, uh, just moving mountains and old TVs, moving some TVs around. Yeah. Nice, nice. Wow, nice upgrade, Bill. Nice. Next time we see him, uh, I'm surprised that you're not looking at it. So you, you know, the games are on next time we record, and you just well, that's why we recorded early today. Uh, I see. Yeah, I see. This is just mm-hmm. a bed- this is a bedroom TV. I can't record facing the TV because then you're gonna see a bed here. You're in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. Nice and quiet. Houses houses on quarantine. There's no small children here. Don't tell us that you don't have uh, some jailhouse tricks where you got a mirror, a little mirror lined up there on the side of the. Monitor where you can see that TV on behind you. Yeah, you know, let's figure Oops. it out. All right, Raymond. Uh, we might yep. we might lose Bill. We're not sure if it's COVID or uh, HIV or STDs, leprosy. But, yeah, yeah. Finally, other. finally, yep. the 
COVID finally got me. Were you is catching up? When when the doctors called you, were you worried that it was an STD test, or was you more worried about the COVID test? I went to a COVID place and said I need a test and got a COVID test. They got a text and I went to a website and said, hey, you failed. And I was like, hey, great. <laughs> you failed. Okay, that's that, failed. That's not that's not how they tell you tell you you get COVID. It's on pass or fail grade, you idiot. <laughs> he, def- he definitely went to the herpes shop. Hey Ray, I love how you're laughing when you don't have the internet. Yeah, Ray, stupid idiot. Yeah, stupid idiot. My fault. <laughs> oh shit! This is we're built. We're not. Gonna, it's gonna be tough to pull something I built today. What do you say we get the show started? The Supervised Sports Show. Uh, we're talking.